0: Listeners, this is Seattle Diva hosted by 90s glam R&B vocal trio Diva Tech. We are bringing you pop culture, 90s throwbacks and a community of motivated women.
1: Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Alexandria, the Duchess. And each week I will bring you what's poppin' in pop culture and we will relate it back to Seattle.
2: Hey everyone, I am Sarah the Chantress, and I'm here for you to tell me your drama. We want to hear about what's going on in your life and just give you some sisterly love and support.
0: Hey everyone, I'm Andy and I'm the Soltress, and I will be asking some loaded questions here on the show. So we will be getting to the bottom of some pretty deep topics and trying to figure out what we think about them. Hey, hey, everyone. This is Naomi. I am the Boss Diva, and I'm here today bringing you this podcast and inviting all of my diva sisters to get together and chat
1: about all these fun topics. Enjoy.
2: Hello, listeners. This is Seattle Diva. It's a
1: podcast with the Diva Tech, the premiered 90s cover band, bringing you... <laughs> Oh pop culture uh, pop culture and dedica- uh, loaded uh, dedicated dedicated women. women loaded women <laughs> <laughs>
2: Okay. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah, Naomi's not she's here. She's not here. The boss diva is gone. The boss diva's out of the office, and she's the one who normally says the opener. And yeah. we just realized we don't know her script.
0: No, well, we're just being real something with like you. like dedicated women, right? Yeah, stuff
2: like that. We really should. We, we listen should, to the we episodes. We do. We listen to them.
0: Yeah, but we just well, we don't. we're not
2: memorized. we're not, not, we're memorized. not book. No. Anyway, thanks for coming back this week with yes. us. Yeah, we're gonna try to do the sub. Episode. Well, we miss Naomi, but we we really, the show
0: must go on. It, yeah. it must. She's she is out being a true boss. Diva. She really <laughs> is. Yeah, she really is. She's being a boss. Yep. So here we are. We're ready to roll. So Great. let's get into it. So we got a little development. Yeah. Um, so
1: you guys, last week we had some of the most beautiful weather in May that I think I've ever experienced mm-hmm. here in Seattle. And it was so warm. I got so many people who are like complaining because they hate the weather but I loved it it was so <laughs> so so warm so I got um, I got to go I was in a show last week and that closed and I went to the show early
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: um, it was held at the Cornish Playhouse in Seattle Center. So I got there pretty early and I figured out it's a beautiful day. I'll sit by the fountain, the main fountain in the Seattle Center, and just Mm. listen to the music. And the children were all in their swimsuits like playing in and out of the fountain. I thought, man, this is perfect summer life, right? And the music was cracking. And I was like, Ah. where does this music come from? So I Googled (laughs) Seattle Center... Fountain playlist and it exists where anyone can go and listen to it just in their spare time. So it's on Mix Cloud, not SoundCloud, but Mix Cloud. And just search if you do your Googles, search Mix Cloud International Fountain Seattle, huh. and that playlist will come up and you can listen to what the fountain is playing. Um, and like each Playlist is separated by a certain date. So right now, the playlist is from May 10th to May 23rd. And it just has all these dope songs, instrumentals, and like heavy bass. It's so good. So I've been using it to get ready for the last couple (laughs) of days too, so...
0: It's yes. dope. If y'all
1: want to go and check it out and be like, what? It's playing at the fountain. This oh, is That's what good it's. to know. Like that. Oh, And shout so out to the creator out. of the mix. I don't I don't remember his name. James <clears throat> something. But um it's on James. it's on the mix cloud. You'll look at it. Shout out to James. <laughs> <Woo>!
0: Yes! <laughs> That's a good development. It's so a little
2: like, Seattle little nugget.
0: Yeah. <laughs> little nugget.
2: Well, my development is because of this beautiful weather, I'm dying <laughs> of allergies. <laughs> I have never had seasonal allergies before. Mm-hmm. Um until now, where I was like, wow, I'm coughing and I can't breathe mm. and mm. and life really sucks. What's going on? And mm. after trying to figure it out for a week, finally went to the doctor and they were like yeah you literally just have bad al- allergies and so I'm on I feel like all the allergy medicines I don't know how people deal with it I have empathy for you because now I understand <laughs> um and so now I'm just trying to get on the other side mm. of these allergies I don't if any yeah if anyone has any tips or tricks of how to like stay ahead of it yeah but yeah this sucks
0: <laughs> so I'm developing. That's a development. (laughs) I know. Well, my development, I feel like, is a bad one, too. I think it's been a weird week, y'all. I got my car broken into. No. Mm. I know, but it's okay. The weirdest part was that my bag was on my front door from inside the car. I walked out my front door, and there was a bag. And I was like, wait, that was in my car. And then I ran to my car because I was like, something's wrong. And the window was bashed in. But what turned out, some lady came to our house the other day. Oh, I didn't tell you this yet, Sarah, because no. Sarah went to saw the whole, heard about the whole saga. Uh-huh. But <clears throat> when I was gone, some lady came to the house and knocked on the door and said to Jesse, is Andrea here? <laughs> and she was like what? Who? And then he's like, oh, yes. Well, no. And basically, this lady found my bag with all the contents like pulled out of it and broken glass all around it. And it had my pay stub in it um, that says my like, you know, Mm -hmm. my full name. Mm -hmm. And um, and she thought someone had hurt, like hurt me and was worried and called the police. And the police were like, don't touch the bag. And then the pay stub also had my address on it so the police actually apparently came to the house with the bag and rang the doorbell but we didn't answer because we were sleeping i guess and then left the bag on the doorstep oh so weird
1: so were things missing from the bag Did no because
0: there was nothing of value in it yeah. you know but that is a lesson y'all don't leave bags in your car even if there's nothing in them so
1: they busted a window yes to t- get a bag that ain't had nothing didn't in it didn't have
0: anything oh
1: my goodness yeah then
0: they left every I mean <coughs> they uh, the uh, there's nothing there's literally nothing of value they could have tried to resell my pink beret but I don't know how much they would have gotten for that <laughs> and, then it, and then my <coughs> script from um, Franklin High School from Little Shop yeah you know but yeah no literally nothing that they could have gotten I mean the bag itself was maybe the most valuable thing but I got that from Goodwill <laughs>
1: so you know
0: yeah it was wild they're like oh no she left her purse (laughs) smash yeah i guess are they yeah yeah wow so now i know i mean i knew this before but i kind of got lax on it it's like just don't leave anything anyone could see in your car and think they could get something valuable out of. yeah mm-hmm. exactly so
1: that's sad though because window replacement is not easy no, no but
0: you oh. know what? it wasn't too bad it wasn't too bad my insurance covered it which was okay. really great and then actually the the auto shop i went to it took them like 45 minutes
2: oh good yeah it oh, okay
0: was, it great. was it could have been so much could, worse it could have been more like inconvenient yeah.
1: yes yeah yeah,
2: yeah. Yes. that's and, what happened to my car when it got broken into they didn't yes. have the right window so i had to wait like four days for them to oh. get it Oh, sick!
0: I know. I remember that. You had that plastic Uh, bag. It was kind of cute. I know. Well, because
2: for me, I didn't... My insurance kicked in the next day. Oh, that's So I couldn't claim it. And I was like, oh, Uh, I'm not going to file a report. But it sucked because they stole Andy's mom's sweatshirt. I felt so bad because I had the sweatshirt in the car. Right. And it had... Angels with their butts hanging out. It was cute. Oh,
1: oh
0: no. Mm-hmm. Remember from, the from Christmas that- Christmas? Yep. Oh, Yeah. I love yeah. Which, if you right all, right all right. want to see the divas in a very funny Christmas sketch. It's very true uh, Yeah, by Lauren Dupree. Yep. yep on just, just, is it Just Dupree? Just Dupree, just Dupree. on, on YouTube? YouTube? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a Christmas. It's I think it's the only Christmas themed yeah. Yeah. video.
1: D U space P R E E.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Check it out. It's Oh, it's hilarious. And you'll see the sweater that was stolen. Yeah, <laughs> you'll see it the last time it was ever seen again. But I... But this it. is immortalized on video. <laughs> yes. true. I do have a little tip, though, that I learned while my car you know because it happened over the weekend so i couldn't get it repaired till monday and i signed up for and started using lime car and that is great yeah i mean lime bikes are obviously a thing but they just got those little fiats and my little babies i see them all around they're adorable and it's a really i mean it's a pretty affordable rate it's definitely more affordable than um like an uber or anything like that i mean it's it's More than the bus, but they just actually started doing, um, but I mean, I don't know, to get from downtown to my house, it was $7, which is like, not terrible, especially for if you want to just be alone in a car and drive yourself, um, I don't think, I don't know. It wouldn't be sustainable for me for like ever and just right. every day I need to drive. But but it's a good little tip. Or if you want to go out somewhere and you want to drink there, but you're sober driving and so you don't want to have to bring a car, you know. Um, yeah, it's a good little tip. I like the Lime car. I do, I have to say. And they just changed their policy where if you want to, like, if you're not driving it, like, let's say you want to drive to the grocery store, go grocery shopping, and then be guaranteed that that car is still going to be there when you leave. It's tense. What is it? It's ten cents a minute, um, for when you're not driving it. Okay, so, yeah, a little tip. Interesting. Yeah, Naomi, how are we doing? We're really <laughs> 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 got the anecdotes going. <laughs> <coughs> Lots of things, but yeah. So, wow, are we are we developed? I, I feel think like we're developed. developed. All right. All right, listeners. So. Today, because it is actually quite rainy and it's cloudy, it's gross after our beautiful weather we were just talking about, it really followed up with a real cloudy day, so because it's raining, we are gonna do an umbrella episode. Under my
1: umbrella, Ella, Ella, Ella. Eh, 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 eh. Under my umbrella,
0: Ella, Ella. Eh, 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 Yeah, guys. <laughs> To do a tell. Sarah's mouth was
1: just open.
0: <laughs> she was <laughs> uh, trying to sing along and just nothing. along. <laughs> so, Ooh, girl, um, that's we're, funny to we're gonna call this puppy, Tell Me What's Loaded. I <laughs> love oh, it! Oh my. Yeah. So we're combining Tell What's Loaded. What's poppin', you did that, Andrea. the loaded <laughs> question, and the Tell me your drama. And so tell me what's loaded. So today's theme is rejection. Truth. <laughs> <laughs> you that? Rejection. Rejection. We all deal with it. We rejection. all experience it. And Disgrace. <gasps> oh. I think we can leave it there. I'm sorry. That's it. Thank you all so much for listening today. <laughs> oh my gosh. So should we maybe maybe should we we start with the tell me. Your Your drama drama, kind of what inspired this sort of triple, triple duty here. Triple threat, if you will. Yeah, triple (laughs) threat. Okay. So, yeah, take it away, Sarah. Yeah, okay. So this is our Tell
2: Me Your Drama from Working Mama. Mm. She says, Hey, girls. Uh, I am a fairly new actor in Seattle area and I've been auditioning as much as possible. I didn't go to school locally so I'm pretty much unknown here. I'm getting a bit discouraged because I feel like I'm not getting much interest from theaters and I'd love to know if you have any advice for keeping my head up and booking some work. Mm. Mhm. Mhm. <clears throat>
0: That's a good question.
2: Right. And we're in the midst of audition season now. Yes, so we, yes. we have all gotten those rejection emails. Literally, yes. <laughs>
0: While we were
1: recording our first section of the developments, I uh-huh. got an email for a rejection from audition that I had yesterday. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is great. Yeah. Um Totally. Ooh, working mama.
0: That's hard, you know, and I think also there's there's a component of your question, I think, that is a little different for us, which is that you're you're kind of new to the scene. Mm-hmm. And so people maybe don't know you as well or don't know your work or haven't <clears throat> seen you work around town very much. Um, so I, I guess like and this is maybe I don't know how useful this is for you, but I definitely feel like when i first moved back to seattle i was lucky enough to gr- grow up here so i did i did have some connections but if i was involved in anything even if it was like a self-produced thing at mm-hmm. like the pocket theater or something small i invited don't be afraid to reach out and invite people from theaters, like especially casting directors, um, like they can say no, they can definitely not show up, but it doesn't hurt to send an email and say, hey, you know, I know you're not super familiar with me. I'm doing this thing uh, at this cafe this night if, if you want to stop by, whatever that is. Um, and yeah. And then also the, you know, obviously doing generals is always really helpful mm-hmm. um, just for another chance for the theater to see you. And even if maybe you're not right for a specific show in that immediate season, then they'll, they'll have you in mind. And, um, but though, you know, those are like little things that are sometimes more challenging to do than you'd think. Like it feels like, It feels weird to reach out to a casting director you haven't had a relationship with and be like, hey, but that is literally their job is to get to know Well, they have a lot of components, their job, but part of their job is to get to know the Seattle talent base and, um, you know, get to know new new people in the community. So um, it's certainly not unreasonable to do that. And and you never know what might happen if you do.
1: I actually have never done that. Oh, I never thought I that it's such a brilliant idea working mama if you're listening and I hope you are um, that is a wonderful idea that Andy just said because I was like why wouldn't I if, especially if you're sure. already booked in a thing or doing a yeah, thing they yeah. can see examples of your work they oh, can yeah. see the depths of your character totally. or even if you're in the in the ensemble just living for your life yes. they can see how hard you're working in the ensemble yeah absolutely mm-hmm. and another
0: thing and this kind of a few episodes back we talked about I did a this one woman show at The Pocket and The Pocket is really great because and it's the Pocket Theater in Greenwood what's great about it is they do not charge you for the space at all They don't charge you for the use of their engineer. Um, They only charge you for the cost of the first 20 tickets you sell. And then anything after that you make as profit. Mm -hmm. So if you know that you can get 20 people to come see your show, then or and even if you don't, they are still really like great about like figuring out what you can pay if you don't sell 20 tickets. Um, So, yeah. So they're they're a great space that if you're like, you know what? I want to take cuz I a lot of times as artists we are we need to be given permission, we need to be given the space, we need to be given the opportunity to share ourselves and our art and that's so frustrating sometimes when you feel like you're not being given those chances. Yep. So as much as we can if if there's a space that we can give ourselves that chance, that's like that can be so liberating. And so, yeah, if there's something you're particularly passionate about, like if it's dance that is your strong suit or singing or whatever, if you come up with a night, like literally I think their limit is you have to have at least 35 minutes of material. But, you know, you meet with them and they're really nice. And you could then invite people from theaters and other actors too. Like I feel like the theater community is really – when you have friends also in that space here in Seattle, especially, I feel like people have your back a little bit and it feels, you feel more seen even just by your, your people. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) even though, even if the theater does it, it's like, there's something about having friends and people that are going through the same struggles that, that, that really helps with that feeling of like, I'm not getting any progress. right It's like, oh, you can commiserate and that's such a that's such a good feeling to not feel alone.
1: And, w- and that so, makes me wonder if she does have friends. Like I have yeah, you two that yeah. I can go to or w- like we can go to any kind of a function. Like I'm yes. like, oh, this theater is having a function. Right. We all need to go so that we can hop knob. Yeah. But I also need a safety blanket cuz I don't want to like hobnob. knob. For, until I die like I need mm-hmm. I need safety I need my people mm. so that I can feel comfortable and I think the hardest part too sometimes is networking in Seattle can be a lot of just very superficial mm. surface mm-hmm. yes. level yes. um, rubbing elbows and whatnot and I feel like if you can find your people that you can hang with and Mm -hmm. like be yourself with and then learn how to like translate being yourself to Mm -hmm. your networking, maybe that could also work.
0: Absolutely. Um,
1: I'd also like to take this opportunity to plug theater Puget sound. Um, Mm And I don't know if they get enough like recognition for some of the things that they do, but if you join Theater Puget Sound, they have their unified general auditions every year, mm. and all the theaters, main, even including the big names like the Fifth Avenue Theater, Village Theater, mm-hmm. they all send their casting reps to Theater Puget Sound, mm. and for three, two or three days, mm. um, you can audition for all the theaters at once, and it's such. And I wonder why we don't take advantage of that as much. Yeah, because that's I feel great. like that is a I, I well, I did up until like I figured well most of these theaters know me by now, but sure, I've been sure. doing and mm-hmm. I, and I don't mean know me in a in a uh braggadocious type yeah, of way. I mean yeah. more like you do little things like they get to know you and they ask you to sing for their galas totally. or they ask you to sing mm-hmm. for their preview parties mm-hmm. or they ask you to do the little things where like little two dollar gigs that don't yes. do much but like pay for your meal, but mm-hmm. they will. Um, also get you more of a rep with those companies. Yeah. So start with the UGAs mm-hmm. um, and th- theatertps.org or mm-hmm. if you Google just Theater Puget Sound, you can figure out a way to um, join and be a part of their Unified General Auditions and get like once one theater knows you then you can invite the casting directors to that then more theaters will start to see you mm-hmm. and then and then make friends and hopefully make some genuine connections too i think yeah. a lot of people want to make friends to see what they can get in this theater. oh yeah uh, no the theater community. but if you can make some genuine connections yes. with people who are gonna feel you when the chips are down yes Yes, I think that that is great and I'm gonna tie it into like the what's poppin mm-hmm. um, lately and not even lately it's a little bit old but the hashtag share your rejections was really big on social media mm-hmm. so on Facebook and Twitter you saw people sharing their stories of how they got rejected for big parts little parts all mm-hmm. of whatever interesting thing that I saw with that was like people were sharing their rejections as if to say like but look at me I'm so much better now <laughs> and I was sharing my reje- I shared a rejection of mine uh, last week which was like a throwback to being called in for rock of at the Fifth Avenue Theater. Mm. And I did like three callbacks in an hour-long working session with their music supervisor and still didn't book. Mm. <laughs> and and part of sharing my rejections isn't going like, and look at me now, suck at Fifth Avenue, because yeah, I still you know. want to work there. Yeah. And um, it's my rejection is like, <coughs> it's a part of this process. Yeah. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, we are in a business that is so... We are constantly interviewing. Oh, the sun is coming out. I know I wasn't tripping. Oh, yeah. Oh, we don't need that umbrella. We're doing it. Us well, talking about the sun is making a comeback. <laughs> um, but it's not... I think rejection... We chose a career that we're constantly interviewing. We're mm. constantly... We book a gig and then we immediately start looking for the next one. There mm. is no fail-safe unless you can book one of those long-term broadway gigs in which case you don't even know it's going to be long term when you accept the contract yeah, absolutely you know it could be really great and then all of a sudden the lead is like oh, i'm done with this and so they have to close because that was the money you mm-hmm. know what i mean um case in point Audrey mcdonald with um uh, shuffling shuffle along yeah. oh Aunt sure broadway, when she got pregnant and she had to go sit down they weren't selling tickets they had to close mm. and it's really sad but it is what it is mm. so um rejections are hard and they're not fun I think I've gotten to the point where I had this I think a couple episodes ago I was in a pit I was getting rejection after rejection and I was like why am I even doing this Mm. I feel like I'm going to quit like 75 times each year and I feel like why don't I just go find a day job sit Mm -hmm. behind a desk and make very consistent albeit boring money like (laughs) why not just do it and feel so much Mm. more secure in my life and not have to deal with the insecurities of people telling me whether or not they feel I am worth being in their show Mm. And sometimes it's not even that deep. It's just, girl, you're two inches too tall and our lead guy is short and we don't want him to be with a tall girl. I don't know. Mm -mm. But rejections are just a part of this thing. And I'm just kind of like, well, I'm just going to go in for everything then and just see what happens. Yeah. Just, I don't know. I I guess I'm just more to that point.
2: Yeah, that's real. That's what I was going to say. It's like, Mm -hmm. really, I would say just go in for everything. Just make yourself seen. Make them see you. Mm -hmm. Because yes, we only have generals every certain time in a season. But if you just consistently just keep going and just being like, hey, remember me? You know, they're more yeah. likely to remember you. And I'm such a... I've actually told many people this before. I am such an advocate of the follow-up email mm. and advocating for yourself. So anytime I go to like a general or anything I'll always send a follow up email just saying like thank you so much for seeing me today I really appreciate it sometimes I'll attach my headshot and resume just in case so you that they better. remember me Look at you.
0: Yeah. and I'll also
2: say like or if I know there are shows in their season I'll say I would love to be considered for these shows when you think about casting because the worst that can happen is they say no mm-hmm. and no one's gonna advocate for you but yourself mm-hmm. you know like they do see so many people and I think in Seattle there are you know, you kind of get there. They get their go to people they go to. Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. it is hard, I think, to get out of the box. But if you advocate for yourself and mm-hmm. say, hey, I always tell people, if you want to be seen, just send an email. Just say, I would like to be seen for this because most of the time they're going to say yes, unless they've sure. already cast it or it's too full. If you just send an email saying like, hey, I really loved auditioning for you guys. I'm really interested and, or a phone call, even. Mm-hmm. It, and it's funny because it makes you feel like you're pestering them. Mm. Um, and, like, you know, it's like, oh, I don't want to be annoying. I don't want to mm. be that actor who's, like, always up in their inbox. Mm. And I'm not saying send them 50 emails a day. Just don't do that. You know, because, no. no, nobody wants that. But I do think <laughs> that it's like when you go for a job interview and they say you should come back or... F- Follow up phone call and just say thank you for seeing me. Or when you send in an application, you should go in in person as well. Mm. To me, that's the same thing. It's like the opposite though. If you go in in person, you should also send a follow up just to be like, thank you, I appreciate that. And I think they would be like, oh yeah, like. I can tell they want to be here because mm-hmm. they're saying, yeah, I, they're showing they want to be here. Mm-hmm. And I've had many friends where I'm like, send an email, and then they'll send an email, and then they're like, oh my gosh, guess what? I'm going to go in. Yeah. Like, they said, yes, I'm going to go to callbacks. Mm-hmm. Totally. Or like, go to the initial audition. And I'm like, see literally the worst that can happen if they don't respond it's right. not because of you personally it's probably mm. just because they have a million things mm. but at least you did everything in your power to advocate for yourself yeah you know and totally. so that's that's my big i'm such a fan of the email yeah <laughs> the follow-up email of just hey yeah I, thank you thank you for seeing me i would love to be considered for these <coughs> if possible
1: yeah and there are smart. so and I, i'm i'm also guessing to work in mama that you being new doesn't necessarily mean you're a part of the union, the Actors' Equity Association. And if you're not, there are so many theaters in mm. Seattle other than The Fifth and Village. And I think oh, yeah. that those are th- the main ones. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you're not equity, there are house after house after house that you could be doing and mm-hmm. getting getting um, experience and also getting well-known. So Because then directors will come in from other theaters. And yeah. then if they go, if they work with you at, like, um, theater 22 is that what they call? i think that's what they Theater so, 22 yeah. or strawberry shop mm. or any of those smaller theater companies mm-hmm. then if that director goes to the fifth or whatever they mm-hmm. might call you in because they've worked with you already yeah. Yeah. so like every it, this town is small enough to where mm. you can work at a lot of the smaller uh gigs and then work your way up to if you want to get into the equity associate now if you're already aea then there's we can talk. There's other <laughs> things that you can do yeah, around the yeah, block. Yeah, yeah. But um <coughs> but yeah, I think just getting yourself out there. If you if you mm. don't have the information on like what those theaters are, Theater Future yeah. Sound has a list. Mm-hmm. Um right. you can Google the resource. lort theaters if you are AEA, which is the League of Resident Theaters, I think is what mm-hmm. it's called. Um there's so many different ways that Unreal. you can like put yourself yeah. out there. mm mm-hmm. Um But don't be discouraged. Don't be discouraged. It's all in a season. Yes.
0: And that's the other thing. Exactly. Especially in Seattle is like each season is so different. And as much it's like sometimes it feels like feast or famine in the way of like there was a season with nothing for you or they somehow the theaters have managed to do a season where it's like the things are at the exact same time that you might be good for. Or, you know, it's like so just know that year to year since you are new to town, like. Year to year, it's going to vary a lot, and there are some years where you're like, "Well, that is just not going to be my main source of income that this year," and that's okay, and I have to figure that out. Or there are other years where it's like, "Wow, look at all these shows that like I might be right for," um, and that can be really hard. But just also to remind yourself that doesn't say. Anything about your talent? I think, I think what's hard too is like we when we get rejections or we don't feel like we're making traction, we can start to translate that to oh maybe I'm not that good, you know, or like mm. maybe I shouldn't <clears throat> be doing. Say, this. Andy, you're
1: talking to me because I can't really give advice on how to deal with rejection because I am not good at.
0: Well, that's dealing with it's it. really hard, and I guess yeah. that would be maybe my loaded question too in this umbrella episode is like how do we handle rejection? How do we deal with rejection? Um, and it's really hard not to have it feel personal and you can go to your logical brain and be like, yeah, well, you know, it could be this factor or this factor or this thing that's totally out of my control or whatever it is. But it's still that like that thing when you see that email, that thing, when you get that call, mm-hmm. it's just like, Oh, just like a gut punch. Yeah, especially
1: if it's, if it's compiled with anything else that's happening in your life, if your life sure. already feels like it's spinning and out of control and like all the other things are happening in the, Everything is conspiring against you. Yeah. And then yeah. you get that no. then just right. like, ah, well, why right. am I even here? Totally. And truthfully, I've felt that way, like even mm. as recently as like two months ago, like mm. having a, I think I said it on that podcast, like I was, I had an audition that was going to like switch, uh, switch up my my game plan and it was going to like take me out of theater for a minute. And then I didn't Mm. even, I didn't book that. So Mm. I was like, Oh, I'm not booking anything. Mm. Um, But also what it did was like kind of made, it's just really bad, but it kind of made me kind of like cold to the audition process, Mm. which meant like, if I got called in for something, I was like, y'all not going to cast me anyway. So I'm just going to go in and do what I want,
0: (laughs) (laughs) which might've
1: might've helped because I went into this audition and, and, had a ball because yeah. I was like, y'all are never going to cast me for this. And then I got put on hold for the thing. That's so, so, like, cool. kind of waiting on the, maybe it could be. But then also trying yeah. not to get my hopes up because it could definitely be a no, like, tomorrow. And then I'd have to come back <laughs> th- to y'all next week and be like, so remember that thing that yes. I thought I had? <laughs> it's a no dog. Um,
0: but, yeah, totally. That's But you know what? That's such actually such a great indication of, like, sometimes when we actually... Re- Reach the point at which we've been rejected enough, we stop caring about what it means Mm -hmm. and just are like, well, this is what's going to happen. So this is what I'm going to do. And when you are like when you are your truest self, like when you just really bring your full self to something... It's a double edged sword because in some ways it's like you feel really good when you leave, even if you don't get it, because you're like, I just did me. And if that if if that's not what they're looking for, if they're not looking for strawberry jelly today, they're looking for. Grape. grape then mm-hmm. then that's what it is yeah and at the same time then it can feel so personal because it's like i just brought me right and they right, just right. said no, why don't me. they want my strawberry yes, right, delicious. <laughs> right. <laughs> <salmon? laughs> but yes yeah, so you know but then it's interesting because i was trying to actually think about this in the context of relationships too like rejection romantically mm. um that like I mean, it's slightly oh different, gosh, I've but... never
2: been rejected.
0: <laughs> oh, man, I have. <laughs> I'm lying. That right. It. But that it's like. <laughs> like... <laughs> but see, I kind of believed you because I'm like, Did you I don't lie, yes? girl. oh, because who would say no to you? Oh, so many people. Well, they're wrong. They're, wrong. <laughs> they're just wrong. But, many humans yes well let me say and, and that in those I'm situations saying, I'm saying about you how you get rejected oh my god Look, because I'm a because I'm I'm freaking plum jelly and someone doesn't want that plum, plum you know I, I don't mean, that's know that's a delicacy <laughs> they don't deserve they deserve red
1: glass basic ass grape jelly
0: <laughs> poor grape jelly I'm already right? in my feelings about her being rejected <laughs> <laughs> I my feelings. Oh, like, Who's out there? How dare they don't did, your plum jelly? Do that. <laughs> <laughs> but in those scenarios, like it did take me. A l- I remember when I first, my very first romantic rejection, where I like kind of put it out there, and the person was like, "No." It made me for a long time not make a move hmm. ever again yeah. and, um, and I would always think well they'll come to me like if somebody likes me they'll let me know and my love life went on like radio silence for yeah. a while and it wasn't because I w- didn't have people that were interested it's like you put yourself in that mode of like I gotta be safe I can't feel that feeling again I can't yeah. feel that hurt I can't and so I'm just gonna be safe and then the thing is the opportunity doesn't come because you're not open to it and I feel like maybe in some way and then I finally got over it and I was like you know fuck it I'm gonna just if I like someone and they don't like me, then that's information for me. Yeah. And I get to go find somebody else who oh, does. You're
1: so evolved.
0: Well, yep. pff, I mean, easier <laughs> to say than do. Let me tell you. But I did get braver. And then more things happened because it was like, OK, like I, this is I'm just going to keep knocking on doors until one opens. And it's kind of the same with the career thing. It's like if we can be like but what's hard about it, <laughs> what's hard about Theater is that you never actually get to open a door and then just walk f- through for the rest of your life. Yeah. Like with a romantic partner, ideally sometimes, but even then you don't know. Even if you think it's for life, <laughs> I know not But sometimes you find a, a fit and you're like, great, and you feel you can feel secure in it. You can stay in there for a minute. It. You can feel safe yep. in it exactly. Whereas Jesse's your long-term,
1: your long-running Broadway show. Yeah, there you go. Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But
0: in Seattle, there's no equivalent of that. No. You know, like it's even all,
1: everything's going to close. Right. Yeah.
0: Right. And then it's like, okay. What does that mean? Am I, like when you start when you're at that point where something closes and you're looking for work again, the the self the value you got from that show and that validation of like, oh, I did that. People wanted me. That was a good fit. Yeah. Somehow we negate that and we're like, well, but now I'm back at square one mm-hmm. and my value is now invested in whether or not I got that thing. And it's like, why? Why does that? Do- it's like this this duality that it's like, oh, it can be and. It can mm-hmm. be like, I am, I did this thing and it was valuable and I'm in this place that's frustrating. Yeah. And it doesn't have to mean that since this, this isn't no longer, that doesn't count either. Like you're, you're suddenly not, um, in, like, you're you not know, good. you're not, a good yeah, yeah, no exactly, exactly. You did show it close. Right? You're no longer Now good. you're not right. good. Next time, prove <laughs> if you
1: can be good with this next uh, one. Right. Um, yeah. So I'm going to take it back to the dating thing. I, uh, w- when I was younger, I was so bold. Mm. I was the boldest little girl. Like I was bolder than now. What you mean? <laughs> you think I'm bold now? <laughs> yeah, That is so sweet. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> I I, no okay, shade. Okay, wait, 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 wait. It's, it's, not, like, shade. it's not shade. It's not shade. I got, I got excited. Let me tell you why. <laughs> because this little girl had a crush on a guy. And like this was back in the day when back in the day this was back in the day when like we used phone books and uh oh. huh and I looked up, <laughs> I looked up his family's name in the phone book mm. and found his phone number and uh, I still haven't memorized. <gasps> I almost said it. I almost said it out loud. Oh. But- I'm fairly certain his parents still live there, so that's a problem.
0: That you have um, the number memorized. I do. I,
1: that's amazing. I do. I'm gonna text it to y'all. <gasps> oh, um, yes. oh she my was God. And I have. I used to have his. Uh, oh, I used to have his address memorized, but it's barely there. It's like if I could. Tr- if I could. Try and conjure it up. Anyway, <laughs> so, like, I was this bold little girl. Wow. He's still my friend. Hey, you. You know who you are. Um, and uh, and I would, like, send him letters on spring break. We were in classes together. I met him in seventh grade, and I thought he was the most adorable. See, now everybody knows who he is. It's funny. Uh, all my people are going, ooh. Um, I know awesome. you guys yeah. don't know. Like, because you are like, It was a separate life from theater. Sure. It's a separate life. Yeah. Um, but, like, just healthy. <laughs> I just thought he was the cutest thing, and I had Aww. the biggest crush. And I would always just, like... Talk to him and be like hi, and always like try and be near him and like I was so bold and he never he never ever ever rejected me. Mm, He might have in high school and and because we've known each other for years. Um, but he Mm. never rejected me. But he never like gave me any like, led you on. Yeah, yeah, He never gave me any encouragement, uh-huh. yeah. so I just figured, like, oh, this is gonna be fine. Well, yeah. now I'm wearing you down. yeah. You know,
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so, uh, this all seems so weird now that I'm saying, like, this little girl, was she bold or was she too far? Um, mm-hmm. But I don't have that boldness anymore, and I feel like mm-hmm. it, the, that's why you say I, I'm so bold, it's really funny to me, because I'm like, there's no way, there's no way I would put myself out there for mm-hmm. a person, for mm-hmm. a man. Like, I would be like, mm. And I've been slowly trying to get that boldness back. I just feel like the world has taught me that that little girl's, she was naive. And Hmm. she was like, nah, it was not okay for her to, you can get hurt. Let me show you how the different ways you can get hurt. Here, Hmm. here, 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 Mm here, here. Now shut all that down because you don't want to be out there just getting hurt. Don't put yourself out there on the limb because you going to fall and he ain't going to be there to catch you, girl. And then for a long time, I thought I was like, good luck, Chuck. Have y'all ever seen that movie? Early, early thousands? It's a I terrible so. film. It sounds I familiar. Um, one of the white guys, Bradley Hooper or Ryan Reynolds or... Oh, yeah, one, But he was dirty <laughs> in the movie, so probably more like Seth Rogen or...
2: Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was a bro film. <laughs> yeah. Good, Good luck, uh, Yeah, child. I remember okay. that, but I feel like I saw it, but I don't remember it.
1: And it was just about, like, this guy who, like, realized whoever he had sex with they Mm. would find their mate Mm. and they and it's not like i was out (laughs) having sex with people left and right but every guy that i liked yeah would end up getting married like that like it'd be like i have a crush on him i would make it known he'd get engaged what weird it was the weirdest thing one guy even was like i'm not ready for a relationship and no lie three months later he was married oh and dang. i was like oh you ready all of a sudden Mm-mm. um yeah shout out to you i hate you still
0: <laughs> <laughs> and i have your address memorized and,
1: and no, no, not, no. <laughs> that's hilarious no, i don't have that guy's
0: address that's so
1: funny um but i feel like there's a certain like yeah. it, it, in that sort of like the pain of rejection mm. is just translating into other mm. aspects of my life. Yeah, like it's real. the reason why I'm not as bold dating wise. Mm. I'm just not going to be. Why would I put myself out there just for you to be silly and hurt me or just for you to end up being stupid right. and then I've wasted my time. Right. And so I right. feel that I'm starting to feel that way about theater. Like mm. the rejections are rough. So what if I just don't care?
0: Mm. Mm. What if I,
1: and going in for everything kind of helps, but the stakes are so high in Seattle and it leads me to my next question so, divas, well, mm. don't wait for the plane.
0: Can you hear the plane?
1: It's beautiful. It's a beautiful, nice day. It is. I'm putting in quotes because it's not. But it, But it's trying <laughs> it's to trying. be. It's trying. Oh, poor <laughs> son. Um, so you both have been to New York. Would you move uh-huh. there? Because the stakes are so high here in Seattle because... Uh-huh equity actors equity association opportunities are few and far between sure but if you can move to where there's a fifth avenue theater on every block mm-hmm. literally mm-hmm. would you do it
0: well i lived i d- i did live there for 5 years and I, I and i think it's all really individual and really depends on who you are and what you're doing but I have worked more in the three years that I've lived here mm. back since I did in the, the full five years I worked there. Wow. Lived there. Um yeah, I actually only did one full production in the five years that I lived there. And um which was awesome and really fun and such a cool opportunity. But I I didn't for me, I think you have to I think the number one reason you should live in New York is because you enjoy living there. Okay. Like if you are only there for your career. Now, that's not to say if I had something that brought me to New York, like if I was working on a project or was attached to a show that was going to be happening, I would I would go there in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. But I think just to move there to live there for me after having lived there, the lifestyle here is <laughs> be, because even though it sucks when you don't get booked here, it doesn't feel like all you have. Hmm. And in New York, and I loved New York. I I got to know the city. I had some great friends there. But there was something about the culture of like this all or nothing industry of like you are a working actor in New York or you're a failure, essentially, Mm -hmm. is what it felt like, even though that maybe was just a self-imposed. But yeah, I, for me the The reason to move to New York is to to want to live in New York and to see to see if it's something you would enjoy. I think I think for me because I have lived there and I know what it's like to live there. That piece of it of like what would it be like to live there is not a mystery anymore. So yeah. that's not as motivating. But so maybe for someone that hasn't ever lived there, that might just be reason enough for sure. If you if you have the desire to go and try it, try it, I, I think. But it is such a different life. And I'm telling you, for me, at least, like even just the amount of energy it took to go to the grocery store, get groceries, Wait in that fifteen minute line with everyone else checking out, navigate through the subway with your grocery bags, get them up your five story walk up. Like that that simple thing of going to the grocery store felt like it took everything <laughs> I had mm-hmm, to do. Mm-hmm. And you'd get so acclimated. You're like, I'm not even going to eat. Right. You're like, I don't know. Like, right. No. Or all I'm going to do is sit in my apartment and eat after doing that. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, and then, and then I say that, and then there were moments of my life in New York that were wonderful and I was engaged and, um, engaged, like to be married. No, just oh, engaged engaging. in, in oh, the, like, the oh, world fear, fear, around, around no, like, no, me. Oh, so, no, oh, 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 my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, no, no. But, um, I was married for a few days. <laughs> right, so right? Got by camel. <laughs> I was like, uh, let me get out. But I, like, you know, like, I'd be going <laughs> to museums and, like, seeing concerts and, like, truly taking advantage of what that city has to offer, which is really different than Seattle. Mm-hmm. And there's so much to see, for sure, in terms of theater. There's so much to see. But in terms of what I auditioned for, it does, you feel like a speck. At least I did. And it doesn't even mean that you didn't, I felt like I was seen. I feel like they saw me and, and it wasn't like I felt like I got negative energy. Although some auditions, they literally won't even look up. But um, but like, it was just, you, you see how many people are trying to do what you want to do. You go into auditions in a room full of people that you're like, Holy shit, that's five versions of me. You know, like yeah. and it's crazy. It's crazy. Um but it's also really humbling and it's good to have that experience too, but Sorry, I know this is a bit of a ramble. I just have a I have never really unpacked my years in New York. Like because I moved back so quickly for such an extreme reason. Like and I didn't think I didn't think I was gonna stay in Seattle. I thought I was gonna move back to New York. And then I got back here and I it just everything felt better. Well then I I I, but truly stay truly though. Like my friendships here are so valuable to me. Like I and I but I finally feel like I'm finding that like not just friendships of like, oh, we see each other or when we do shows together, we like or whatever, but like really like people I want to like call up and be like, what are you doing on Sunday or, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. so I don't know. That makes a huge difference. And in New York, that's really hard to do. Weirdly enough, it's so weird because it isn't getting to you, getting and connecting with people is really hard. I feel like Sarah, you, you expressed Mm -hmm. that about when your trip, when you're on your trip, it was like actually seeing people was challenging.
2: Oh, yeah. It was so much work. Everything that you were saying I Mm. experienced in the one week I was there Mm. was the like, okay, if I want to go get something at the store or Mm. like if I just want to see someone, I got to take the subway into the city and then go from the city up to somewhere else. And then I got to meet and then I got to walk to the place and find the place. And then at night I got to navigate back or like, Mm. okay, I got to carry all this stuff. Like just trying to get my luggage, Mm. you know, like Mm. around. I ended up just taking a lift and I was like, I'm just going to spend the money because like having to carry it over the like turnstile thing in the subway and then trying to like fit on the subway with a suitcase and all these people was just exhausting and then when I went to it was snowing which was I was miserable because it was so cold and I was freezing and I was trying to navigate where I was going and like my hands I thought were gonna fall off oh it was so cold and it just was so much work yeah to do and like any time every day I was like had to give myself a pep talk just to get up because I was like, I'm going to have to walk all the way to the subway. You know, it's not, you can do it. Right. It's like a two hour endeavor to just like get the energy to get up. Like, you know, then you got to walk there, which is probably about 20 minutes, get on the subway, which is about, I don't know, 20 minutes, sometimes even a half hour, depending Mm -hmm. on how busy it is. Mm -hmm. Especially if you transfer,
0: waiting for that other train. Right. And
2: it it was just so much work. I was like, I could not see myself living here because Mm -hmm. it's, too hard it's too mm-hmm. hard to do anything and everyone kept saying like oh it's, it's you know manhattan or like midtown it's a grid it's a grid it's yeah. so easy it's a grid and i'm like well if i don't know what the grid looks like it don't make no <laughs> sense to me stop telling me it's, grid. it's a grid but we ain't gonna tell you how it works exactly it's like I, i'm not right. one where i really am good with like north south east west right. of direction so it's right. like oh, i go, remember just go north yeah on the grid and the numbers will change and i'm I like know. okay
0: but are they getting higher are they get right. lower i remember i told you i was like well the numbers get higher when you go north and you're like nobody said that right I was like, I was I, like, they just oh. keep saying it's a grid yeah and i'm like i've never been on the
1: grid you can't just plot me in the middle of the grid <laughs> do you know i to weird, look at too? it i think i understand north here better than i do there Because so having gone yeah. there yeah. north feels I don't know where North is. It's not even like a... Because here, you can turn toward... Like, I-5 North. I-5 North will tell you where North is. So you can turn, like, from Tacoma. I can turn, like... I know how to find North from Mm -hmm. Tacoma, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But North... If you get off the subway and you're like... So which way is North? You just stand at the opening and try and... There's no,
2: like... Yeah, right. Or if it says like the southeast corner, like the what northeast corner, oh, I'm yeah, like, okay, yeah. great, but I still don't oh, know God. where which I am. Which is relevant yeah. to like everything them. else?
1: You know, oh, this is the northeast side. So, which one is that? That, if that's south okay so then that must that's be the see that's yeah I would have, i'm still yeah, on the sure. grid i'm like i don't you know which do way that, the numbers wait, get you can't higher do or lower that standing in the, middle of the sidewalk because you're no you gonna, cause get, you're gonna, gonna get run time. over yes, so yes. yeah
2: so i definitely was like hell to the no yeah. i am not moving here just to live i think andy you're so right where it's yeah. like if that's somewhere where you want to live and if yeah. you want to live that life like yeah. live your best life but sarah russell will not be there no because it was just too much and for me and it's like the hustle and stuff like yes I, I know I could learn it and I know I could navigate it yes. but I love being able to walk down the street to Trader Joe's yes. get my groceries and yes. then go home yes. and then make the food by yes. the time you go to the store there you're like I'm too like you said I'm too tired to cook anything and your
0: kitchen is this big mm-hmm. it is literally so, I,
2: everything's so oh. tiny you know I stayed with a friend and you're who paying lived twice as much on the sixth floor of his building with no elevator mm-hmm. all stairs he didn't tell me that till I got there yeah so I got there and he's like come on up and I'm like I got my luggage mm-hmm. And I'm trying to go up these tiny six flights of stairs. I know. I was like, I'm about to die before I even see New York because I know.
0: We can't get there. I up know. Here. Absolutely. But, and then th- that yeah. being said, like, <coughs> there is, I don't know, it's weird. It's this calibration for actors of like, somehow getting a show on Broadway is the ultimate. And not to say that isn't a dream, because God, if that ever happened for any of us, we would all just be like, <laughs> you right. Right. But it is. It's like our it's the ultimate measure of personal theater success. And I've been lately I've tried to be redefining for my redefining for myself like what is an act what do I actually what makes me feel successful? Like what it, it and it's not like a pinnacle. It's not like, oh, once I do that, I'll be a successful actor because that that time will never come because even if you book that Broadway show, that's not for well, maybe it is for life, but (laughs) but it's rarely ever for life. And what do you do next? And like, who are you as a human? Even Mm -hmm. if you do that, it's like, well, I did that and now I'm a success. And what does that mean? Like, you know, Mm -hmm. I think I'm trying to like what (coughs) for me, like what is an ongoing is for me just having the ability to continue to try to work is is like successful in some ways. Like I just want to be able to continue to try and work at it, which sometimes that's all you can give. Oh, yeah. I've you know? always
2: said like for me, my goal has never been Broadway. My goal is just to be happy. Yeah. And so like if yeah. I am doing theater here and I'm happy, that's great. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not happy anymore, I want to reevaluate. And mm-hmm. So maybe that would be when I'm like, yeah. you yeah. know what, maybe I will go to New York. And sure. I thought about it. I was like, maybe I'm not happy And then I went to New York and I was like, no, I'm doing all right. It was just the hustle there is (laughs) so intense. And like, if you can do that, like so much power to you. But like for me, that hustle was just, it's like, it's more of a game. And it's like, I'm not trying to play the game. I'm just trying to just live my best life. And like, if I'm booked here, that's great. If I'm not, then I'm going to find something to fill that time till I am. Yeah. But but it's it's hard. I yes. you know I definitely see why people do it. Mm. But those auditions mm. and stuff are intense.
0: I don't know true cattle calls. It feels like
2: it's really like long. I was like I've never been in a room with so many people. And like it's funny, uh, Alex and I went on um, did this panel the other night at mm. UW. Oh yeah. Um, and we were talking about and it's funny because a couple of people who were on that panel have done Broadway shows and uh-huh. have done tours. Sure. But they also are either based now here in Seattle mm-hmm. or they like do other things. And it's it's just so interesting to be like, wow, you literally have done it all. Mm. You have mm. like and now you're in Seattle, mm-hmm. you're settled, you teach, you perform. And like, it's like, oh, I can still have a fully successful rounded life mm. after all of it. Mm-hmm. So even if I do make it and like you said, like, what's next? It's like, right. all right. But like. You don't necessarily need all that. Or you sure. could have all that, but sure. then what? It's like you sure. can still exactly. end up back you know what yeah. I mean?
0: Um Yeah. What yeah. about you, Alexandria? What are your feelings about New York? I uh so <laughs>
1: There's so many things. You guys are both saying so many different things that, like, my brain wanted to piggyback on. Mm. Piggyback on that. <laughs> um, but also, I really hate that phrase. That's why I always say it like that. I hate So just piggybacking on what? <laughs> I don't know <laughs> Well, why. can we actually just think a piggyback? <laughs> Do we ride pigs? Or is that like, is that it. like a, is that a vulgar term? Is that what piggyback, piggies on other piggybacks? Right? Are
2: we saying something that we shouldn't be?
0: Piggies is it like doggy style? Piggyback?
2: It's like doggy style, but for piggy. <gasps> Oh my god! I never
0: is thought about that.
2: I don't know though. Or I like I know like... you should do piggyback rides, right? Right. Oh yeah, like yeah, like when you get on someone's back. But yeah, yeah but yeah, why yeah. is it called a piggyback? Let me.
0: Oh, why is like piggyback. Is that how you carry a pig? Because when it's dead, you I carry it by like... its hooves over on your back. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> The look of <laughs> shock that just went over my face like
2: what? <laughs> like, I okay. Don't, you know, well, show sorry. We'll I show know. you later. It's
0: just a weird phrase. That yeah. is. Well, but they that's not how deep. you hold
2: people. Right. No, you but hold maybe them with that's the
0: yeah, like a straddle But there, I mean, but that there's. I don't. So you would. Just I feel say, like it's vulgar. I feel like it's like nasty. what about piggy tails That doesn't make sense to me because piggies only have one tail. So why? Oh, is it's like the curly cue, right? Isn't pigtails like oh, the curly Oh, the Q, curly If You have Q. The curly cue of the hair. Yeah,
2: but you still call them put your hair in pigtails.
0: But that's so that just evolve. But if you don't, even if you don't have curly cues. Oh, you're right. Yeah, but maybe initially the first person who ever did it did pigtails. I don't know. But you're right. But then you still have and two. a ponytail makes sense. A ponytail, ponytail makes sense. absolutely makes sense. You know, but a
2: piggytail. We're gonna have to do some research. We have to do
0: so much. Wow, research. <laughs> I love this rabbit hole.
2: <laughs> also, why is it
0: called rabbit, rabbit hole? hole? <laughs> <No, I'm>
1: don't
2: <kidding>. get <laughs> So okay,
1: so I'm gonna I'm gonna do, I'm gonna say all the things. Yeah, Andy,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you said that for most actors, for some actors. Broadway is like the pinnacle of success. Sure. I totally get that because I get that statement so much Mm. because I was young and in church and the youth pastor once said, like, what is your definition of success? Mm. And I was like, I don't know. And he was like, uh, he said, what will you, what would your, what's your dream car? Like, what's the car that tells you that you've made it? And at the time, it was the Lexus SC 430. It's a hard top, drop top, two door coupe. Whoa, it's gorgeous. It's real sexy. I don't know. I don't think they make it anymore. So it's a little. It's old. Um, uh, that shows me how old my like. Oh, my fancy car. Uh, but and he said, okay, great. So you're successful now. You've bought that car. Mm-hmm. What happens next? Mm-hmm. Are you just done being successful? Mm. And I was like. I don't know. Cause I was like 13. Yeah. Um, and what I realized was there's no end point of success because once yeah. you hit that, there's no, there's no yeah. end. Like if yeah. you say Broadway is what makes you a successful actor when you hit Broadway, right? What if you hit Broadway at 12? Mm. What do you do mm. mm-hmm. for the rest of your life? Right. Right. And so my goal has always not, not <coughs> been like, I want to be on Broadway. And one day I'd hope to make that a thing. Yeah. But my goal is to perform until I'm dead. It's the thing that I enjoy the most. I want Celine Dion longevity. I Mm want to be able to perform, perform, perform up, up until like I am just, I I won't be real. I'm graying a little bit, but I don't know if I'll be wrinkly. My parents are aging really well. So Mm -hmm. I might just be like. It might just be one of those weird, like her skin looks weird. Just like she, you know, she's old, but she's not wrinkly. You know what I mean? But you know how you like the old little the the skin is just a little
2: <laughs> sallower or something.
1: Like, I don't know. Uh, uh, but like eighty years old, still fun. serving serving up uh, the performances. Uh, um,
0: yeah, totally.
1: And with that being said, like I I, I think it's also hard to do that here. Oh, it's hard to do that here now because you have the seasons of like mm. there's nothing that's going to fit you. Mm. Um, and mm. the stakes seem so high. So mm. I am intrigued by the by the opportunity to go out to New York and hustle mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and try for one of these major theaters and see if you can cuz yep. people who are like do a Broadway show and it closes. They just bounce to another Broadway show. They just bounce to another <laughs> thing. They do a tour. They do it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. They're They're constantly working uh-huh. because the stakes are just like, you do 20 auditions in a week and forget some of the ones that you've done anyway and get a callback for maybe three of them. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, Oh shoot, I got callbacks, which mm-hmm. is dope. Mm-hmm. Um, but here it's like, you do one audition a week. Um, for like three weeks, and then their season is done. And yeah. if you get nose, then right. you're not working at that theater for a whole season. Right, right. And so then it's like, what are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. Um, I also am not, I see the weather that they get. I'm not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> And this is coming from someone who is in a stereotypical city where apparently it rains all the time. People, it does not rain that much in Seattle. Don't tell that. I'm, oh, you're right. Sorry. Oh, well, there it is. It all local. the time. Yeah. yeah. But, but the problem is that it's just cloudy for no reason. Right. That's what you got to worry That's about. Right. Mm-hmm. That's right. But so I don't know. Like, I want to go out there and I want to do the thing and I want to mm-hmm. do the hustle. But I also don't want to move now yeah. yeah it's hard now i'm broke here in seattle <laughs> working trying to figure out the thing sure and if i move out there i'm going to be destitute and far away from people who who could at least make me a meal if mm-hmm. i were if i were really really broke or mm-hmm. fr- far from the friends who are like we're all broke so we're gonna go sit at the park yeah and mm-hmm. just be together yeah um and i don't know if they're they, so i would love to book a show out there without ever having to move there and yeah. then move for the show totally um yeah Definitely. But that's also very lofty goals that one day might happen. But you're right. Like sitting next to the like inimitable and all who's mm. talking about she's done all the things. Mm. Her, her bio is ridiculous. Mm. And she's like, no, I just love Seattle. <laughs> I love living here. Yeah. And that says something, I think. Yeah. Totally. She said
2: that she came here on a tour and then just really loved it. Yeah. Then <laughs> it moved. Did you know she played Ma Strong on the tour of Urntown? Oh, really? I didn't mm-hmm. know that. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. So wow. was like, dang. That's amazing. And now she's just living her best life did. here, though. She's done several Broadway shows and she's done several tours. Yeah. It's like, wow, wow. you're just so happy. Yeah. But I also
1: feel like going to New York and doing all those strings of auditions will help me get numb to the rejection,
0: hmm. which,
1: yeah. which is mm. what I, I ultimately want, because mm. here it just hurts when you don't get booked. Yeah. So like Working Mama, I feel you. Like, yeah. it's not fun. And I get that it's a part of the job. And I even said it's a part of the job, but that don't stop it from sucking. Totally. Like, it's terrible. Totally. Um, And if I could just get over that, I think, just go out out to New York and just have nobody be like, we don't know you. Why will we ever cast you? And then I'm like, you're right. (laughs) But just to get that rejection bout under my belt.
2: Right. I'd say even like, this is, okay, now kind of going back though. I was thinking how people also say they have their like audition rituals, you know, of like Mm. after they audition, I have a friend who like treats herself to a coffee. Oh yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. just even like finding those little things of just like feeling yourself yeah i love to say that i think about doing those kind of ah. things and i don't sorry i feel her butt.
0: she just smacks there but, <laughs> <Right. laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: but you know just finding those ways to to fuel and in, into yourself and to yeah. give yourself that positive energy which mm-hmm. is not easy I don't do it, but mm. I think it's a good idea. Mm. You know,
1: I, I think I posted about that on Facebook once, like wanting to hear what people, what, what's your yeah, good luck thing?
0: Oh, I think you That people yeah. do after
1: yeah. auditions so that yeah. they can celebrate doing the audition instead of waiting to book the part and celebrating the booking. Because, bless you. Went away. Oh, dang it, I'm <laughs> sorry. No, take that blessing. Just hold it for a Oh, uh, yeah, hold it for yeah. a while. It was uh, about to. It was good. Um, Like something to celebrate so that you don't have to feel like you have to book the thing in order to yes. celebrate. Doing the work that it takes to book the thing. Yes. Um. And everyone have their things. I'm not a. I. I want to figure out a way to do a celebration that doesn't involve spending money. Right, yeah. That's what because that. I'm trying to book these gigs. Right. <laughs> I mean, I don't have yeah. It. It means I don't have it at the moment to be right. just going out and buying things like we're gonna go on a shopping can, spree, like, have a dance yeah.
2: party at home or something. Right.
1: Or like you know? I, what I've tried to do is just be mm. positive about it and like be as realistic and logical as possible. So mm. I sit down and go. This is the audition. If they don't want me, it's because this, this, and this. If Mm. they do want me, it's because I know that I came in prepared. I was ready for this thing. I was ready for that thing. Yeah. Or like the the audition that I just got a rejection for. I was talking to Sarah last night and I said, I feel like I hold uh, a theme of this musical very sacred. Yeah. And I don't think that they're going to hold it in that same reverence. So if Mm -hmm. they don't book me, I'll be fine because I feel like I hold this theme more sacred than they do. Sure. And I'm going to have a I'm going to have feelings about everybody else just Sure. just doing it willy-nilly when yeah. I'm like, "Ah, oh, there's a reason why we praise dance or there's a reason mm-hmm. why we shout or there's a reason why mm-hmm. we clap." Mm-hmm. But like, mm-hmm. if we're going to do it, you got to have some reverence behind mm-hmm. it. And mm-hmm. they're going to do the show and it will be without me and I am not mad.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: right? And that is ultimately, if you can leave an audition feeling like that, then there's nothing that can that can shake you yeah. really you know oh well wow this umbrella man yeah so this was three topics rolled into
1: one if you're like man this is going on forever but yes, hopefully right, we gave y'all right. some good little tidbits here and there you yeah. get to know us a little bit more about why or why not we would why are we why are we mm-hmm. yeah why we wouldn't or would go to new york <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's like I have no idea where she's going. Yeah. Wait, where are like, like help me. She's like, like, where are you like going I, on? I don't know. I don't think you know what you're saying. I don't. <laughs> All right. Yay. All right, listeners. It is time for the 90s flash. Hey, flash, flash, flash. Um it is my turn, me Sarah the chantress. <laughs> right, <laughs> uh, for the 90s flash and actually um, in our umbrella talk um, Alex had brought something up that I was like oh this actually would be a great 90s flash and that is the phone book The phone book or Mm -hmm. things like MapQuest, which I guess is more early, like 2000s, but still of like life before cell phones and how if you wanted to call someone, you had to look their number up in the phone book where it had their address or a business and you want to order food Uh or, you know, memorize it and still have it, you know, years later in
0: your head. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's true. (laughs) Yeah. Or like, you know, like the, the, I mean, they still kind of do this, but we had a drawer, with all the you know, the takeout menus and you would call the number that was on the menu. It's not like you would look up, okay, oh, yeah. Domino's yeah, 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 on yeah, your phone yeah, yeah, yeah. and then press yeah. call. Yeah. You, know, you, you got had to, you had
1: to go when you order something, they send it with you. Yes. So you can put it on the t- refrigerator. Yes. Yep, exactly. Totally. And just
2: how different our lives are. Or like, I Enough. don't know. There's so many people's numbers I don't know. But I remember being a kid. It's like, oh, I knew my mom. You know, I knew my home phone number. Mm. I knew my grandparents. I yeah. knew my aunts and uncles. Because if yeah. I ever had an emergency and you you I wasn't able, near yep. them, yeah, I had to be able to know their numbers. And I can tell you, I know my mom's number yeah and that's literally it
0: same well, I know my parents and they ha- they still have a landline, which amazes me yeah my dad does, but too. I, I mean like our generation <coughs> as parents we i don't feel like any of us would have a landline mm-hmm. Uh-huh. you know it's, it's like it's more money <clears throat>
1: weird and so I remember like I still remember my phone numbers from a child- from childhood yep me mm-hmm. too um I lived in Southern California, and that number wait, as soon as I said it, I forgot it three six eight nine four one two whoa. That was yeah. my phone number in SoCal. It might be someone's number now, so I'm not going to say the area code. <laughs> uh-huh. And then, like, in Port Orchard, mm-hmm. oh. I had a phone number, but obviously I just said the city, so I can't say the phone number because people won't <laughs> be able to find the area code. Sure, that number is still
2: yeah, there, Yeah, but too. I guess they could do that because you said SoCal. But SoCal's so big. Oh, that's true. So big, SoCal. is So-cal, so big. is so big. SoCal, I don't so know. Never, you know, I don't know California. <laughs> <laughs> that's real i still know my old number because we still use it for like fred Myers and like safeway oh, rewards yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff oh sure i um, mean though it's not our phone number it's like we've had it for you i still use it my whole yeah. family does and so it's always nice because then it's like whoever just gets a safeway gas rewards first you know it's you know yeah safeway yeah, has the best gas rewards but out yeah. there yeah and you know you can use your safeway rewards at chevron too yes okay you can Oh, I didn't know that. But I always tip. like to go. But I always feel like the prices are better at the actual You're Safeway right. ones. Yeah, so I just, true. I will literally wait. I'll be like, I think I maybe have half like a mile left, and I will mm-hmm. get, go,
1: squeak up into that gas station. <laughs> yeah, I will roll into the <laughs> Safeway. <laughs> Seriously for that savings. But yeah. anyway, but even like the phone, 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 phone book, like, phone book like the way it smells. Oh yeah, yeah I I I would deliver it was delivered to your door. And, like, the yeah. Tacoma one, because I think we still got phone books even through, I think, high school. And then we stopped. Yeah. And, like, the, this beautiful picture of, like, Mount
0: Rainier mm-hmm. and, like, a fairy on Yeah, on I on remember on that. On. It was yep. gorgeous. I, but did you all have school directories, too, where it's, like, you could call the numbers in your, from your yeah, school? Yeah, yeah, of
1: the, yeah. Of the teachers and the yeah. principals and whatnot? Yeah. Yes. And mm-hmm. I
0: remember also whenever I would call, like, a friend from school, you would be calling their <laughs> house. You wouldn't be calling their direct line. So you would be, like... You'd be calling and be like, "Oh, hello, Miss Anderson. Yep. Yep. May I speak, speak you? with yep. Alexandria?" Like you had, and then you knew yep. you get your friend on the phone and be like, "Hi." Or sometimes, if it was someone that you weren't necessarily friends with, but you know, um, you had to do a project, school project or yep. something with, and you called them and you'd be like. Hello, is Tommy there? And it'd be like, this is Tommy. And then I'd get embarrassed, which yeah. is so stupid. I, didn't, it's know, so I didn't know what like, you were to answer. Yes. Right? But you also then had to learn manners. You know what yes, I
2: mean? You learned manners yeah. so young yeah, because it was, hello, it, Mrs. whatever, or okay, Mr. whatever, yes. this because is so-and-so. We're yes. talking
1: about phone book days where you... Couldn't call someone's house after a certain time because it's yes, rude. Nine yeah. to nine, they're eating or they're
0: or they're sleeping. Yes, but you could nine o'clock. You said my mom's rule was nine to nine, not before nine a.m. and not after nine. That's
1: it. Yeah. and so now everyone, you have your cell phone, you can just text them all. We texted Andy at like. But crack a night last night. Oh, oh, I know.
2: I felt oh, bad because I just no, expected okay. you guys to text back today. Yeah. And then it
0: cause I was like, it like, eight it was like the- I'm asleep. No, I want to it was perfect because I got up to pee and I saw. I was like, Oh gosh, I missed that. So no, it was all good. Yeah, I didn't but like, to, like, there's like, just, one in the morning.
1: It, just the access now. Everyone is yeah. so yeah. accessible. Yeah, that's real. Um, and MapQuest was a thing I was <gasps> just thinking about it the other day too and it and I think it still exists but yeah. it's just a
0: terrible website
1: now nobody uses it it well, probably hasn't been updated in years
0: yeah oh my gosh you're probably right
1: because printing out but also like I found uh, there's gonna be a little shady, but it is what it is I found that my Google Maps the the little navigation pointer of me the, yeah. of, in the car yeah. is never on the right place in Google oh. Maps and I don't use Apple Maps because it's worse awesome. yeah, so, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so my Google Maps little pointer thing I'm making it with my hands little pointer thing <laughs> will always be just left of where I am like if I'm on I-5 Weird. it's telling me I'm on a back street somewhere so I have to use the directions part I don't even use oh. the the um where it tells you to turn left or anything yeah, because yeah. it wouldn't be right it was so nowhere, I look at yeah. the directions and try to like memorize and how many feet okay we're gonna turn left because oh my gosh. I don't I don't get to do the. Ugh,
2: see I can't do that but also because I have such bad eyesight mm. I can't read mm. the signs until I'm yeah, too far like sure. either until yeah, I'm yeah. Driving past Past right. of me. I have to use the thing but it is yeah that's true though sometimes it isn't in the right spot but it's funny for me I usually don't have a problem with that except for when I was in New York when I was in New York All my pointer was never see, nope. in the right spot ah. and so I would couldn't get so lost and so I it would be like go north and so I would go and I just second guess myself. you have to like
1: walk in a direction to see if it'll update. Exactly. And and then I
2: would go too far and then it would show I was going the wrong. Uh, Or what happened to me is I'd start going in the right direction, assume I was wrong, so then I'd turn around and uh, go the other way and then realize I was going the right way, so then go right back the other way. Uh, But it's funny. But yeah, I don't yeah, I have to use Google Maps for everything. I still, I've been here at Andy's so many times, but I still Google Maps it every time because I'm like (laughs) it always takes me a slightly different way too. So it's like, oh, one time I like, went straight on this road, but today yeah. had me turn left and Weird. then turn right on a different road. Weird. Like, I just, I'm so dependent today on I, it.
1: I took a back way into Andy's house and I'm so proud of myself for getting here. Ooh. Like, I took the 99 way and then oh, I came okay. in like, off Mercer <coughs> and do yes. all that extra stuff. Yes. But I came in off 99 today and I was like, Ooh, oh, franchise. But I wonder if, like, how millennial parents, right, do their children at a certain age, I ask my parents everything. Because mm. we didn't have Google in our pockets. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there's like a certain extent mm. of like the children don't ask as much. Yeah. Because they don't have to. They can Google it. Yeah. That's
2: real. That's real. Oh, That's man. That's dangerous. I know. Dang. Ugh, class. I remember I had a friend who lived in Gig Harbor mm-hmm. and we had to map quest how to get there. And oh, it yeah. was In the dark. Oh, no. It was pouring fun. down rain. And oh, of course, no. like in Gig Harbor and like over on that side, they oh, have no God. lights on the roads, like yeah. two way roads and it's oh, just yeah. trees. I remember like we pulled over and we had to get out of the car put the paper in the headlights in the rain just to see oh, where we were what street we were on because it was so dark you couldn't see any street signs so we didn't oh know how God. far we were we had to find the map and it was just It makes like, you stronger it really well, i mean then i you think about
0: even before map quest when people were holding up like huge maps, maps. Yeah. yeah to navigate on you know it's like wow
2: and i wonder like and do they update maps like that? Especially because, like, all the streets are, you know, there's so much construction. So much. So yeah. much has changed yeah. in the format I, of Seattle. I think that's the
1: thing. is like, everything is so rapidly changing. Mm. I don't think paper <coughs> maps, paper maps are becoming, they're not already obsolete mm. because of how quickly things change. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah. So I was like, oh, yeah, on a paper map, it might say, just go down the street. That and 99
1: like, oh, tunnel? I mean,
2: the, the, you mean this? Oh, what do you yeah. Mean? They don't even know it's a tunnel yet? Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's real. Ugh.
1: Well, oh, man. how far we've
2: come. Maps the simplicity of
1: life. 90s flash. <laughs> All right, y'all. That's been another episode of Seattle Diva. Yes,
0: Woo! a kind of funky one. You with know, our, without our boss Diva. Our know, boss Diva. Yeah. But we hope you enjoyed our Umbrella episode. Ella, Ella, right. eh. Okay. Hey. I don't know how
2: many
0: times we're going to do that. <laughs> at least I say this time. Yeah, yeah
2: thank you. <laughs> um, and don't forget that you can um, tell us your drama or if you want to just say hey to us, you can email us at info at or... Or you can check out our Facebook page. And we're also on Instagram now. uh, Seattle Diva. Yeah.
1: So come through. uh, Leave us a a rating on the Apple podcast, please. Especially if it's going to be five stars, honey. Because we're five star women. Bye. And thank you all so much. We love you. Bye. Bye.